0: and welcome to the Artful Teaching Podcast. This is Heather Francis. I am here by myself today and I'm here to introduce the first few episodes of this Native American series. And I think what we have for you in this series is really special. So last year at the end of 2022, we took Brenda Beall into a studio to video record an interview with her. Uh, Callie Flocks and I had noticed as, well, anybody could notice when Brenda presents for teachers that a whole flock of teachers just gather around her at the end of her sessions. And her sessions don't always end on time because there's so much that she has to share with teachers and teachers just keep raising their hands. They have so many questions. And even when the session's over, they don't leave without getting a chance to talk to Brenda face-to-face one-on-one about their particular questions. So we took her to the studio, we recorded her answering some questions that we thought would be really important to have documented and answered. So these videos are now published on our YouTube channel, and you can go and watch them there. The link is in the show notes. So that's what we are presenting for you here in this fourth Native American series on the Artful Teaching Podcast. So today we're going to play two of the questions Brenda answered in the recording studio. The two questions she is answering are, what is indigenous pedagogy? And how do the arts support Indigenous pedagogy? Brenda and Callie and many of our NACI team members who design our tribe-approved lesson plans speak about the relationship between arts, arts education, Native culture and Native or Indigenous pedagogy. And while these connections may not be written up in the literature or in the research in really empirical and statistical ways. The lived experience that the educators and artists and native leaders that we've worked with has shown that there is a real connection between the arts and indigenous pedagogy. So let's start with the first question Brenda will answer, which is what is indigenous pedagogy?
1: Indigenous pedagogy is a framework that uses cultural teachings of indigenous peoples. And there are structures within that framework that can be used by teachers to help them to become more culturally responsive in their classrooms. One of the very first that I can think of is storytelling. Uh, Using story to help um, children learn a concept or put across an idea, or even using story for correcting behavior. There are many ways that Indigenous people use story, but it is threaded throughout all of their cultural ways. Another, I would say, structure in Indigenous pedagogy is place-based. The idea that you use the historical, the environmental, the cultural place from where students come from to help teach content. Another Indigenous structure would be learning by doing, using all of your senses to help you to learn things that you should be learning. And with that, within that structure, you would have possibly side by side coaching. You would have a time when you are able to reflect and listen in such a way that it helps you to just learn and do. That's an indigenous structure. Another structure that I feel strongly about is that mistakes are to learn from and not to be graded on. So within all of these structures, there is a way of teaching that's important, which is cooperation or cooperative learning, learning through collaborating. Indigenous pedagogy has in it the idea that people have responsibilities within a group. And so as children learn through place-based learning, through learning by mistakes, side coaching, all of those have underneath it the idea of collaborating and cooperating together.
0: So the next question that I asked Brenda is about the connection between the arts, arts education and indigenous pedagogy. And she actually uses all of these elements of indigenous pedagogy and uses storytelling to teach us about how the arts and these pedagogies are connected. So I hope you enjoy this answer as well. They pair
1: well, they tell hard stories, and they reach children. The arts reach children, and the structures in the arts are so inviting. And that's why our NACI program is a part of the BYU Arts Partnership. We went on a tour yesterday to an art department. And as we were traveling through the different spaces within it, I noticed indigenous pedagogy just genuinely and authentically being used. We went into an art gallery and it was a faculty art show. And each of the faculty members was telling a story through their art and through their medium. And it started with maybe their own cultural story, their own historical way, or it was place based in the environment. We went to another space and there were students who were doing printmaking. And there was one student who had the same print there were just so many prints on her table. And we asked her, you know, what are you doing? And she said, I'm trying to get my print to look like this. And so somewhere she had a model and someone had shown her, but now she was learning by her mistakes. She didn't stop, she just continued to learn. And so she was becoming resilient in her art and she was also learning by doing. From another place that we went, they were oil painting, and there was a still life there. And as the girl painted, she kept looking at the still life, looking at her colors, and there was a teacher right there in the middle of the room who was right there, willing to side coach, willing to model and she was in a safe space where she could experiment and learn. And so I feel like the arts naturally have embedded in them indigenous pedagogy. Now, if you don't believe me, let's invite an artist in and see if my indigenous structures match up to what they were taught in their art form. So Heather, can you come in? Hi, Brenda. Hi. Can you tell me about your world of dance and how you see Indigenous pedagogy in there? Storytelling,
0: oh, yes. um,
1: side-by-side coaching, cooperative learning, learning by
0: mistakes, you know, mm-hmm. that we learn from from our mistakes. Well, first I want to point out, I think there's one more Indigenous pedagogy that just happened, which is... The inclusion of family, and I know yes. we're not blood.
1: Intergenerational learning. Yes. Definitely. Thank you for yes. reminding me.
0: And, and we're not blood, but you—you you are like my auntie, who yes. would be like, and now you are doing this with me, yes, mentoring me, but also including me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. In dance, there's lots of storytelling. We use movement to express what either happened is happening or what we hope will happen or how we're feeling, how we felt or how we hope to feel. And we use movement, which is very sensory. Um, And you talked about how indigenous pedagogy is embodied. It's learning by doing, Mm -hmm. it's using all your senses. Mm -hmm. So I know including intuition. Yes. That sixth sense. Mm -hmm. So when an artist is creating, They'll often get to a part in their process where they have a problem that they've identified, oh, I want it to be this way, or oh, that didn't work out how I wanted. And you have to use your intuition to make the next right step. And sometimes it might be a tool you do know that a mentor taught you, or you might have to create it yourself, but you have the intuition to make that choice. And being able to make choices like that is something you learn as an artist. And what was another one? Oh, cooperative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's lots of cooperation in dance, especially when you're dancing with a company or if you're co-choreographing, making the decisions with other people. Big productions, you have your lighting designers, stage, set, costumes, programs, marketing. The whole production team has to cooperate together. So do you see how I feel like indigenous
1: pedagogy is just pairs so well with the art forms?
0: Absolutely.
1: And can you tell me, in your art form, can you tell hard stories through dance?
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, we do tell hard stories through dance. I've seen women who've lost babies express their pain and grief. I've seen Native groups express the pain of land acquisition from outsiders. I've seen people express the pain of not being understood, feeling like an outsider and like they're, they don't have a place. And there are hard stories that the arts do tell. And some some are narrative and tell hard stories that happened historically, and I've seen that in Australia. Some Maori people did a, a dance that seemed, at least from my it's all about interpretation too. Right. So they right. might have been having a great time, and I thought they were in pain. <laughs> so who knows? But that's okay because you have different perspectives there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you
1: for joining me. No, thank you. <laughs> Our lesson plans are built on indigenous pedagogy paired with the arts, and there are many activities and art experiences that you can use to help your class become more culturally responsive. And you can see them on our website.
0: All right. Well, there you have the first two questions and answers that Brenda recorded at the video studios last semester. I hope you learned something about indigenous pedagogy, that you got an opportunity to reflect on how you use indigenous pedagogy in your classroom. Or maybe you have envisioned ways that you can use it in the future in your classroom. I think it's really great to hear about these strategies from Brenda Beall as she is an authentic voice to lived experience as a Navajo Dene woman and as an educator. So I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for joining us. Our next two episodes will be filled with more questions and answers from Brenda. So I look forward to sharing that information with you and hope you have an artful day. Artful Teaching is made
1: possible by the BYU Arts Partnership in the McKay School of Education. Thanks to James Houston for editing this podcast. Music was generously provided by Connor Chi, a Navajo Diné composer and performer. And special thanks to all of the teachers who
0: are changing lives every day
1: while serving in schools.
0: If you like what you heard, please leave us a review. You can find all the show notes for this episode and more resources at AdvancingArtsLeadership.com.
1: And don't forget to check out our tribe-approved lesson plans on the website as well. I'm Heather Francis. And I'm Callie Flox And I'm Brenda Beall, wishing you an artful journey.